Okay, Vancouver, on today's episode of Sippin' on a 40, <laughs> we gotta talk about this Tanner Pearson signing, all right? Because here's another deal signed by this management group and ownership that really didn't have to happen. Now, again, we saw the assets this team lost last season. That's fresh, real fresh. And fast forward to now, with this signing, $3.25 million for Tanner Pearson for the next three years, 9.75 combined. It's it's a bit ludicrous. It's a bit unnecessary. And it it has me thinking about what Nick Bondi, yes, Nick Bondi said yesterday. Why do you have to spend the money? Why? Why can't you keep it? Why can't you save it? Why, Jim Benning, why? I have never, yes, never seen a general manager this in love with his damn pen and the checkbook. Especially dealing with the average player. As you can tell by my voice, I'm I'm a little irate. These things don't make much sense, but they do if you're a Canucks fan because we've been seeing this for quite some time. I'm going to save the rest for the episode, the conversation with Nick Bondi. We're going to try getting Trevor Beggs on too. Enjoy the episode, A Sippin' on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. You know what, Nick? Just take the floor, okay? I know I know you've just been waiting for this moment, and I can't believe it actually just happened. We talked yeah. about Tanner Pearson possibly getting paid because the money is available. Considering that Jay Beagle may retire, that's not even concrete yet, but here, <laughs> here Tanner Pearson is at 11 points in 33 games, being a priority for three years and 3.25 per. And I was just doing the math. Him and Vertanen combined next year. <laughs> Man, oh man, that's that's over $6 million. This is why. More than poor Horvat's making. This is why I wrote the other day about how this team, this Vancouver Canucks roster, especially being led by Jim Banning, is, is probably, probably doing the same on the ice next season just based on who they got. And with Pearson coming back, I mean, this team's looking the same. Man, you said it yesterday. They have the money. Why did they got to spend it? They just did. Nick Bondi, how you feeling, man? Well, well, Kyle, I, I'm going to give you the next headline for your next article for Next Misconduct. You ready? Do it. You ready? Okay. Here, here's the headline. The Canucks had the cap space to sign Tanner Pearson. That's why they shouldn't have. That's your next headline. That's your next headline for your next Next Misconduct article. We talked about it on our last episode, right? Like, there was no need. There's no... You don't have to sign Tanner Pearson. Like, there's no... You, you could have let him walk. And honestly, that probably would have been a better outcome than signing him to a three-year deal with not much of a discount. And he gets a, you know what he gets? He gets, he gets like a no trade, no move clause. He gets trade protection those first two years. And the third year, guess what? It doesn't matter if he has a no trade, no move clause because no one's going to want him in that third year anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Like it just, none of these contracts can, can get off. You can't. 
you can't get bad contracts off the books if you keep signing bad contracts, right? And again, like it just felt like it felt like Jim Benning was negotiating against himself. Like who was he bidding against? Like why what exactly was he was he trying desperately to re-sign Tanner Pierce? And one more thing. Uh our good friend uh Tanbeer tweeted this out. You know, do you know what Francesco Aquilini's most recent light tweet on uh, on his Twitter account was? <laughs> I saw that. 66 points in 100 games for Tanner Pearson. Yeah, like, well, what did, what did Jim Benning's best, best, you know, trades while he was GM of the Vancouver Canucks? He, he, this this smells, this stinks of Francesco <laughs> Aquilini saying to Jim Benning, we need to get this guy side. Let's get it done. Because let's, let's, we've talked about the financial situation of the Vancouver Canucks. It's dollar in, dollar out. If they're if they're committing to you know Tanner Pearson for the next three years at three point two or whatever the final number is gonna be, if they're committing to Thatcher Demko for five years, you know what that means? That what? means Francesco Frank the Tang's all over it. He's all in. Begsy, Begsy, how's it going? Begsy's in here. Woo! Begsy, give us your reaction. Emergency podcast. What's going on, guys? What what I miss? What's happening? Yo, you looking good, man. The sun is We're shining. Just, yeah, nice you're looking, on your you're face, looking amazing. What's, yeah, what, share the skin routine with Yo, everyone. Share it, man. What you what you fucking do to your face, man? Uh, I just went for about a 30, 35 minute dog walk in the sunshine. Ooh. So you know, it's uh, my pasty white skin is just getting used to the warm weather again. Begs, Begsy, you look like you applied one of those uh, those Photoshop filters. Yeah, no, to your camera. Begsy, Begsy's that. That's handsome. what it looks like right now. Begsy's that <laughs> handsome, man. That's that's just what he does. That's you know, how good looking Begsy is. Look, look at what we're doing here. Okay, this guy, right? Trevor Beggs is walking his dog, Guinness. Guinness is an older dog, right? He needs those walks. He needs those minutes. And here Trevor is escaping the plan for this walk, coming home early because Jim Benning signed another contract. Yo, Jim Benning is... Uh, He's not hey, doing yo, anything yo, yo, good yo, for yo, those dogs. Don't tell me what happened. Ooh. I actually have no idea. You know, Tan- I had the I had some podcasts on. I actually don't know what happened recently. In the Tanner Pearson just signed a three-year deal worth nine point seven five million dollars. <sighs> no, and 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 there's no move, no trade protection the first two years. Yo, okay, okay. This this deal worries me on a number of levels, and, and I think the money is the obvious one. But the other one is, you know, realistically, if the Canucks and Francesco were going to can Jim Benning. Which is maddening in itself. So I mean Wow. I think that's like the Pearson deal sucks, but the fact that Benning's getting to stick around and hand up more you no know, move clause and sign marginal player to, to to you know higher AAV, higher turn than they should be signed to, it's all just fucking depressing. Yo, this is sad. This is sad. Look at us, man. The team that we're covering, the team that I said I'm going to support because they're probably coming back on the ice and I'm just going to be a fan till the end because, A, they're they're fucking recovering from COVID. Look how mad we are at these guys for signing this This team is beating us down to a pulp. This team is beating us down to a pulp. I I don't know how much more I can take, man. Well, okay. All jokes aside, if we just talk about what they're doing on the ice and off the ice with the team itself yo that's how it feels i mean this is embarrassing this is embarrassing bro this is just the the most random shit ever jim banning should be the general manager of the florida panthers the arizona coyotes okay let 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 him lead that organization this city in vancouver this city in Vancouver. come on you're doing this to us bad contract after bad contract after bad contract and what philosophy are they fo- are they following here? They continue to do the same things. It's not fucking working. So why are they doing the same things? It's so fucking random. Yo, what mm-hmm. does Jim Benning have over Francesco Aquilini? That's what we need to find out. 
Sure. And I think the better question is what is Francesco you know what is what does Francesco Aquilini have over over Jim Benick because he seems to be the guy you know calling the shots at this point and I, I tweeted this out earlier this this Tanner Pearson deal reminds me a lot of the uh, of the Sven Berchi deal yeah. right like it's an older guy you've signed to you know a, a longer term deal pretty high AAV and he, we all know what's happening with Sven Berchi right now he's a persona non grata he's in the AHL and even with all these you know, uh, all these injuries and, you know, it looks like the Vancouver Canucks are going to come back uh, to playing their schedule with, you know, a bunch of AHL players. Sven Berch is probably still not going to be one of those guys getting called up and he's, you know, a dead cap it. And, and that's what it feels like, except, you know, at least with Sven Berchi, you know, you could you could bury him in the AHL and like nothing was going to happen. You could have the option with uh, with Tanner Pearson's uh, protections, like you're not going to be able to Okay. Bury him in, in the HL even if you want to. He's on the team for the next three years. Begsy, Begsy, what was the rush to sign a player for term after he had, what, 11 points in 33 games? I just need to know what I'm missing here because don't get me wrong. Kyle Bowen talking to you, honest person, honest podcast. When this team was losing and I just got bored, I'm tuning out. I'm watching fucking first periods, seeing if they're in it. Then I'm catching the end of the game. Was Tanner Pearson playing this well? Was he a necessity? Is this like how I think I saw Buck... Well, Buck Boston, fuck Boston, whatever his name is on Twitter. He, he said this, right? He said, why is this happening first before the Hughes and Pedersen extensions? Like, shouldn't you base your budget for other guys around those two deals? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why did this have to happen? It makes little to no sense. Yeah, and I think the logic behind why this got done now is the trade deadline. I do think that Jim Benning either wanted to sign Pearson or trade him at the deadline. And I think, you know, we all wish that he would have peddled him for something. Now, not that really any Canucks could get traded right now anyways, but there's not a fucking excuse to sign him to a three-year extension. <laughs> and uh, all i got to say is Tanner Pearson owes Bo Horvat, like, the fattest dinner of all time. Like, I'm trying to look up right now, like, how well has Tanner Pearson actually played without Bo Horvat? Because, man, like, he's... Who, who is Tanner Pearson without Bo Horvat, really? Like, the bar is so low for top six second-line wingers for the Canucks that they're just willing to say that Tanner Pearson's the answer there, despite his declining production, despite the fact that he's a streaky player, despite the fact that he shouldn't be getting paid three point whatever million a year when the Canucks are pressed up against the cap. There's so many, so many reasons that this doesn't make sense. I think one of the only partial reasons you could see it make a sense is if Jay Beagle goes on LTIR for mm -hmm. all of next season. But even that, it's not really an excuse just to add another Jay Beagle onto the roster. And, and, and Bagsy, this is one of the biggest issues I have with management over the years is, and I mentioned this with, with Kyle on, on the last episode of, of Sipping on 40, every time they have cap space, they, they seem to have to spend it immediately. It, like it burns a hole in their yeah. pocket. Like how, how many times, you know, during a summer do we see the Canucks spend because they have the cap space seemingly. And then, you know, it all kind of came to a head uh, last off season when, Oh, finally the cap crunch came. Like, I was there any? I'm just trying to rack my brain with that. Like, there was no real need to sign Tanner Pearson. There really wasn't. And like, you, you get this kind of gift that Jay Beagle is apparently going to be on LTIR, and he may not finish his contract, or he might finish his contract on LTIR, like uh, like Michael Furlan. And instead of using that to, you know, maybe uh, I was just going to say, like, it, it, you know, you get this Jim Benning and management get this gift from from the heavens it seems like with jay beagle going at ltir and it sounds like he's going to finish his contract there and instead of using that gift to take some smart bets on some you know some forwards who have you know boom or bust type you know potential 
they decided just to blow the bag immediately on Tanner Pearson for three years, three point two five million. Yeah. Why not be a bit smarter with that cap space? Like Why you don't have just, to spend cap space. Yeah, you, you don't have it. to be a capped out team every year. Yeah, cap I mean, space by itself is an asset. And, and it really d- does make me think, Bondi, when you lay it out like that. You know, Jim Benning's been doing this for years now. Like it's been painfully obvious to all of us that Jim Benning just shouldn't be running a hockey team. <laughs> you know, he just he just overpays these marginal players. It's happened time and time and time and time again. Doesn't that make you think it, it really is Francesco Aquilini calling the shots and he must just be so blind to this, which again is also amazing because he tries to be this big Twitter guy now. You know, he's on Twitter. Does he not see like, you know, people are fucking pissed off about this hockey team? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. It just What's the rush, guys? What's it, the It's so depressing rush? though, right? Because if <laughs> if it is Francesco calling the shots, uh, yeah, this, what what the hell has it got to happen? He's going to have to sell the hockey team for us to win a Stanley Cup. I mean, that's asking a lot. So yeah, it's it's a lot of things. And Bondi brought up the point how this team was hampered because of the cap this season. Like we saw that the greatness of a third year player like Pedersen and a second year player. I guess you could say a third year player in Quinn Hughes too. Like it wasn't going to get the job done. It wasn't going to fucking help propel this team to be a consistent playoff team. And what hampered the team again was that fucking cap. That cap with all this average talent just taking a chunk of it and tanner pearson getting 3.25 being a necessity at this point of the tenure of jim benning's time with the canucks is is strange and the aquilini point is a big one too i mean why why are they doing this what, what are they watching what are they watching and it's goes back to the philosophy what are they why do they continue to do the same things if, they're, if it's not working if it's not working it makes absolutely no sense at all and begs you you'll You'll have a better answer than me for this. But don't you think the philosophy on the ice should change too? Like, shouldn't they get faster in their top six? You know what I'm saying? And maybe they have plans for Pearson to, you know, be a bottom six guy. Just kind of add, add more depth there for the Another long Another bottom six guy yeah. making three million yeah, a year. You know what Great. I'm saying? Maybe uh, just that's, what the, maybe just that's what their needed. mindset. I, I don't know. But don't you think they got to get faster? Well, what's what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Yeah, they need, they need to get faster. And I think one other thing that uh, I want to air some caution on is uh, I'm seeing this even on Next Misconic post in the comments, you know, people talk about the lineup for next year and people are automatically just penciling Pod Colson and Hoglander mm-hmm. into the top six. You know, Pod Colson has not played an NHL game. And, you know, Hoglander, for as great as he's been, is probably ideally a third line forward until he proves otherwise. So, yeah, they, they need to get faster, but they, they need to be smart about it. But, I mean, we're happen. talking about the team that just signed Tanner Pearson for three years, 3.25 million years. Tanner so, I mean. Pearson is a necessity on this roster, the same roster that let Tyler Toffoli go, go after they traded a second-round pick and Tyler Madden for him. It's just, it makes no sense, and it's another fucking, uh, it's another fucking point. What am I trying to say? It's another fucking point of evidence that this team, run by Jim Benning and Francesco Aquilini, they don't really have a fucking plan. They're, they're, they're just going with the motions. And why do they have to do this now? Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm feeling sympathetic as fuck right now for the Vancouver Canucks. And rightfully so, okay? On the human side of things, things are really scary. Things are grim. Get well soon, Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> why are you signing this garbage contract right now? It's uh, it's an, it's 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 being a Vancouver Canucks fan. Is this really new? Like, I saw I saw uh, Rand, uh, Randeep J- Janda tweet out, how can you make this deal in this economy? Yo, you can make this deal in this economy if the team is run by Jim Benning. Anything is possible when Jim Benning has a pen in his hand with a checkbook. He just loves doing this. He must love his players that much. You want some money? Take it. It's it's ridiculous. And the salary cap will never be an asset when Jim Benning 
is the GM of a hockey team. Again, he should be running another team. Another team. Not in a hockey market like Vancouver. This is not fair. This is not right. It's not right. Not right at all. And the unfortunate part is you can't you can't fire the owner. I guess unless unless Francesco Aquilini wants to, Dude, wants to sell the team Jim, and move on, which he has no idea, which he has no indication of doing, we're stuck with him. We're stuck with him as fans. Like he's going to be owning the team for the foreseeable future, and it's disappointing. Yeah, and I, I just want to say one thing: like all these agents, like they must be licking their oh, chops when when one of their when one of their clients is up for for a contract negotiation with Jim Benning. Yeah. Like they must be looking at okay, this is this is an easy one, boys. Let's you know, let's get what what do you want? We can probably get it. And I yeah. I know it's going to be hard to get in trouble get uh, you know pay, you know with uh with Elias Patterson and Quinn Hughes's yeah. next contract. Like the only way you can get in trouble signing those players out of their entry level deals is signing a contract that takes them pretty much right to unrestricted free agency, right? Like that's the only way you can get in trouble. That's the only way you can get in trouble. And I'm still convinced, and I still like a little piece in the back of my mind thinks Jim Benning will do that. He'll sign him. He'll sign him, then walk all the way to unrestricted free agency. Well, yeah. Yeah. We never know what's going to happen with Jim Benning. It's just, uh, it's, it's a little sad. Not going to lie, man. I know there's so many other things to be sad about in the world right now, but the fact of the matter is that this dude in this organization will be, will be looking the same. We'll be looking the same. And, Look at what's happened in the last seven years. Not much. Yes, yeah, star power, but not much. And it's looking the same. And it's uh, it's grim, man. It's grim. Go Canucks, go. But damn, bro, Jim Benning is still the general manager of your Vancouver Canucks next season. And how does one person survive for that long in a market like this that really is passionate about that team on the ice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And especially when it's the paper that he's signing constantly every year that's crippled this fucking organization and i guess they're not watching the same thing that we're watching i don't know maybe they're happy with finishing last place almost every single fucking year real talk yeah when you talk about uh this is a sad state to be for a canucks fan i mean you know we all use sports as an escape like sports is supposed to be uh <laughs> what helps us kind of get away from the day-to-day -day. <laughs> and when yeah. uh for us your escape is the canucks who just keep fucking shooting themselves in the asshole over and over again and shooting yourself in the, in the asshole is a hard thing to do. Like, you got to, like, look. Like, you got to bend behind your back. It's yeah. fucking tough. So, the Canucks to constantly do that over and over again, it's it's mind-boggling, man. Uh, and going back to, like, what betting holds over Francesco, I, I honestly think that betting must have. Okay, Trevor, I'm going to have to cut you out there, all right? This guy was going off. He said a couple things that he probably did mean. <laughs> but I'm not putting that in the episode, okay? <laughs> I say it all the time. Honest person, honest podcast. <laughs> not this time, okay? Things happen. Things happen, and things can get edited, okay? And enjoy the rest of the conversation. Oh, man. Jesus, okay. man. Okay, before we leave, I'm going to I'm gonna wrap up the meditation music. Uh, okay. The, the city needs this right can, now. Can you hear this? Can you hear this, guys? Yeah. Can you hear this? Okay. Yeah. Are we sane right now? Like, look at what we're doing, okay? We're close to 30. We're men, right? We've been on, we've been on this earth for, for years, and here we are complaining about a player who again has COVID nineteen. I shouldn't even be fucking laughing. It just, it just, I shouldn't be laughing. He has COVID. Wait, wait, I'll he has back COVID. up for a second. We're bashing Pearson's this dude. Pearson's not on the list. Pearson's oh, he's not on the list. No. One, one of the few players who's you know not tested positive. With Vancouver okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That changes a lot of things. So why couldn't they trade him then? Are you fucking serious, man? <laughs> Are you serious right now? There's no uh, good reason. There really is. The, the music's clearly not helping Kyle Are right now. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, look, look, 
A, you know, obviously they have some sort of, they really wanted Tanner Pearson back for, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, I haven't read the official statement the Canucks have, have put out yet. It'll probably come out soon. But it'll probably say something like, oh, he brings veteran leadership oh, and Stanley yeah. Cup experience and stuff like that. That's probably the reason no, they'll I'm give. I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's a great yeah. dude. Great teammate. You know, a lot of young guys coming in. It's Yo, possible it's to, to, to like the player yeah. and the human being of course. and hate the contract. He probably is the first That's one to I'm the at. rink. First one to the rink. Last one off the ice, right? Collects all yeah. the pucks. He's probably a great dude. A great dude who signed a great deal for himself. But again, as someone who follows the team, this ironically makes a lot of sense. Like this is just what the Canucks do. This is what the Canucks do. They don't they don't look the other way. They just stick with this dumbass. It's not even a plan. I don't even know what the hell this is. I'm getting it's out of no here. Plan, plan. I'm getting out That's of here. It's, it it's, <laughs> it's the no plan plan, yo. Yeah. Welcome to your Vancouver Canucks. The no plan plan. Uh, unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, yo. This I'm going for a walk. I'm smoking a joint, yo. I don't even know how this hockey team does it, yo. Again, I'm supposed to. It, not it's feel a nice mad. day. Anyone listening, it's a nice day. Go, go, enjoy some, some yeah, time dude. outside. Yeah. With okay. your, with your, with your bubble, mm -hmm. and you know, enjoy, enjoy the outdoors. There you go. There you go. Go smoke some weed and kick a trash can because that's probably how all of us feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Canuck fans, congratulations, Tanner Pearson, for not having COVID and uh, for signing this deal. I mean, you're living. <laughs> you're living. Unbelievable. 11 points in 33 games, and he was a priority. 11 points in 33 games, and he was a priority. I cannot believe it. When I read that stat, I was like, 11 goals or 11 points? 11 fucking points. Unbelievable. I yeah, cannot believe I, it. And I just want to, I did some quick number crunching here as you guys were talking, and uh, just looking at Pearson's stats without Horvat since joining the Canucks. Uh, his Corsi is around 42% as opposed to 50 with Bo. Uh, his goals for percentage is down at 32%. Teams are scoring 30, uh, the Canucks are scoring 32% of this goals while Pearson's on the ice. And um, in terms of his even strength production, uh, he's replacement level. He literally has seven points in almost a thousand minutes of hockey without Bull Horvat over three years at the Canucks. So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of warning signs that Pearson isn't as good of a player as the Canucks are valuing as. And you know what? Uh, it's, it's, correct me if I'm overreacting here, guys. I, I'm going to be turning 27 in 15 days. Happy birthday. Like two weeks from now. Nice plug. Two weeks from now. All right? Yeah. I, and, I, and as I'm reaching that age, yeah. you know, I'm getting a bit older now. Yeah. Pick another team. I'm I, telling you right now, pick another yeah, team. Yeah. I'm, I'm, questioning, <laughs> I'm questioning whether the Canucks will ever win the Stanley Cup in my lifetime. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, one thing's for sure: well, they're not, they're not winning know. a Stanley Cup with Jim Benning. They're not. They're not winning a Stanley Cup with yeah. Jim Benning. And probably not Francesco. Oh man, this yeah. is something. Which else, is even so. more depressing. But hey, oh, I, I, I want to be more positive than that. Hopefully, we got Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, Kyle. You and I said, you know, Canucks got to win before twenty thirty with this core, and uh, <laughs> it's yeah. twenty twenty one, and we're already giving up <laughs> hope. So, <laughs> yo, I can't believe because Jim Benning is staying, and it's I can't believe that's happened, man. It just it should give anyone hope that's bad at their job. Don't worry. Don't worry. Your boss don't give a fuck, okay? Your boss don't give a fuck if you suck at your job. Okay, that's it. Trevor Bags, Nick Bondi. I'm going to have to edit this podcast. I don't know if we're going to allow to. The Trevor just chirped the whole time, yo. Nux misconduct will never be allowed at Rogers Arena, okay? That's <laughs> yeah, all right. Not much different from what it is now. So oh, it's all good. there you go. Yeah. Okay, okay, there you go. Thanks for your time, boys. Nick Bondi, Trevor Bags. Go walk your dogs. Go live your best life. Go kick a trash can. And uh, I don't know. Consider picking another team, not not leaving the Canucks, but go look at another league. I did this with the NBA. Okay, I'm chasing Larry O'Brien. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. 
Yo, the Canucks, your Canucks are, are not winning a Stanley Cup anytime soon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Not led by a, a team with, well, I guess they got a plan, the no plan plan, but hey. Go pick another team, okay? I can't believe I'm saying that. Go Canucks, go. Get, get well soon. I'm all over the place. I can't believe this, man. I can't believe this. Why couldn't they trade this dude? He didn't even have COVID, man. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. My name Kyle Bowen. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. Straight up. Straight up.